You're listening to the No Life Skills Podcast with your host, Ashlyn. My advice for other sex workers, don't do what I did. Giving you an inside look at the fascinating world of sex work. Yeah, a little bit awkward, but uh, informational, I guess. Connect with other professionals and allies of the industry. I was like, wow, this is easy money. Now, join the conversation while we share inspiring stories on the No Life Skills Podcast. Hi, everybody. How's it going? Welcome to another episode of the podcast. This week, I'm joined by my friend Heather, and we're going to talk about the horrors of online dating. But before we get into the interview portion, a word from our sponsor, which is myself. I I pay for this podcast. I do everything. So if you would be so kind, you can visit my OnlyFans. It's at moreashland.com. Or if you're, you know, in my area, my website, adoreashlyn.com. And you can find me on Twitter, at adoreashlyn. And I'm shadow banned, so please follow me, because my Twitter is broken. Also, before we get into the interview, I just wanted to talk about a few things that people often talk to me about when I post about dating, stuff like that. So people always think that it's so strange that escorts would ever go on Tinder or Bumble or want to date. And yeah, hookers do online date. At least I do until I inevitably get banned every time. So whichever one of you keeps seeing me and reporting me on Tinder, please stop because how am I supposed to find love if I can't even be on Tinder for more than three days in Edmonton without getting banned? And I don't even solicit. I didn't even offer to sell anyone feet pics this time and I still got banned. Okay. You know how many cell phones I've gone through to try and find my Prince Charming? It's not even worth it anymore at this point. Okay. I've just, I've given up. I've given up totally, okay? Life is just unfair sometimes. And the hooker gods just don't want me to find love, all right? I think a lot of people wonder why I even talk about this stuff. Why do I post on Twitter? They think I, I think people sometimes think clients won't like it. Clients will get jealous. Well, good. Be jealous. But with anything I post, usually my intention is to engage with my followers in a humorous way to break down the stereotypes about escorts and to normalize seeing escorts as people too. Because at the end of the day, my brand is just myself. I'm not pretending to be anybody I'm not online because I just, that's too exhausting, you know? So if I want to talk about, you know, these crazy weird Tinder experiences, I'm going to, and I hope that I'm making people laugh along the way. And I think people, other escorts avoid talking about this stuff online. They think it's going to hurt their brand. Uh, Yeah, that might be true. I don't know. Is it hurting my brand? I'm not sure. We'll see about the the feedback on this episode, but I don't know. I, I like to talk about this stuff with you all. So, And then people think, well, why would hookers online date in the first place? Don't you get enough dick through work? And the answer is, yeah, I get 17 dicks a day through work, but dick for money and dick not for money sometimes can be two different things, you know? I've had a lot of hookups where it wasn't even worth it. And then I just regretted it and thought, man, I'm going to send an invoice to this guy's parents' house because he lives in their basement. So that's funny. But yeah. So yeah, guess what? Sometimes hookers do have sex outside of work. Imagine that. And you know, these days for me, not very often because I just, I've given up. And like I said, I usually just regret it and it wasn't even worth it in the first place. But also sometimes, you know, we want to meet somebody and you have have a go on on dates you know meet someone nice to spend time with okay not that I don't like spending time with my clients but it's just a different dynamic you know imagine you you know spending time with an escort versus spending time with your wife okay they're two different things (laughs) 
you catch my drift. A lot of people also ask me if I'm as open with people on the dating apps as I am in all other areas of my life. And typically I am. Um, If I'm just trying to hook up with somebody like in the past, I probably wouldn't mention it. I just don't think it's relevant and I don't really need to be having a political conversation with everybody when it doesn't matter if I'm just you know, trying to hook up. Oh my God. Gary's like sitting on my lap right now and I keep trying to move him because he's getting in the way, but he's so cute. And it, you know, if I'm not trying to hook up, if I'm trying to actually go on a date with somebody, meet somebody, um, I am usually very quick to tell them to get out of the way because I don't want to waste my time and I don't want to waste their time. And Especially nowadays with COVID, I don't want to be interacting with more people. Like, you know, if I were to hang out with somebody, tell them a week or two later, their opinion of what I do for work is unlikely to change after meeting me once or twice. It's probably, you know, if they're a hooker hater, they're a hooker hater. So I just tell them before I even meet them. That way I'm not wasting their time. I'm not wasting my time. And then it's all good. And yeah, that uh, definitely, a lot of guys are definitely not interested after I tell them. A lot of guys are super rude. Some just like have a lot of questions and I can usually tell when someone's intentions are good or bad. You know, some guys I think fetishize it for sure. And they think, oh, that'd be cool to sleep with a hooker for free. Like I've gotten that a lot. Or they're kind of like, like they're just disgusted and like, you know what I mean? Like, they're just, they think it's like horrible, disgusting, gross. And then I've met guys that are genuinely curious about it, ask me questions. And I met, or I've talked to some guys that just, uh, I've told them and they just don't give two shits. So it just really depends. And I know other girls have different strategies on, you know, dating, meeting new people. And if they should tell them, Just because I'm out with everyone else in my life, I, yeah, I think I feel okay being very open about it, but I get that's not an option for everybody. I know some girls, they try and hide it forever. I personally don't agree with that. I think I've never seen something work out when your relationship is basically based upon lies. I know that one day I will find somebody and it's not going to matter. And I, because I have a lot to offer somebody and so do many other working girls and, you know, I'm just trying to keep the expectations low and the standards high. You hear me? So anyways, I hope you all enjoy this episode. And yeah, let's get into the interview portion with my friend Heather. So welcome, Heather. Thanks for joining me. Not just the horrors, also possibly the good things. Otherwise, why would we go back? Because, uh, well, it's an ego boost for me, you know, fill the void. (laughs) Heather, do you want to introduce yourself or anything, where you're from or? Sure, I'm from Saskatoon. (laughs) Um, So my Tinder um, experiences are in a bit of a smaller pool than Ashland's. So, uh, you know, and I'm also in a different age bracket. So I'm in like the 44 to 50 year old age bracket dating. And so I think that bracket is very small. And I am from a much smaller city. So Slim just keep that in mind when I tell my story. <laughs> <laughs> she she doesn't have a lot of options over there in Saskatoon. <laughs> uh, yeah. My, no, I, just, I actually, I handed her my Tinder and she was Tindering for me. And she's like, why doesn't anyone write profile pictures? And what is with her profiles? And why doesn't they, why do they take pictures like this? And I was like, 
just that's their age. That's they all they, they all looked like clients to me. Like they just it was triggering. I didn't like it. There's a reason that I keep my age range to like 31 or 32 max. <laughs> and I still see my clients on there, but that's fine. I match with them just to fuck with them. Yeah, it's age is a funny thing. So it's true. What it's can true. you do? All right. All Heather. the good ones are married. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Or gay. <laughs> true. <laughs> Do you want to start us off with one of your stories, Heather? Um, I guess the most recent thing that happened was I matched with a guy and he invited me for, he asked me out at like six in the morning, which I was like, well, an early riser like me. You thought. Um, false hope. <laughs> I think he was up from the night before mm. uh, because he wanted to meet at the Idlewild Ricky's. <laughs> um, so if anyone's from Saskatoon, that should have been my first red flag. Um, at five o'clock, which is a decent hour. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm done work at three. I'll like zip over and have a drink and meet him. And I got there and he was like six drinks in already and slurring and couldn't focus and stuff. And I was like, Oh, okay. So we, ch- I had already ordered a drink. So I finished it and I was like, okay, I'm going to go. And he was like, why? I was like, oh, because you're drunk. He's like, I didn't mean to. I was waiting for you. I was like, well, I was on time. So, and then he got the bill and he'd had four pints and a double whiskey before I had arrived. But, Just to um, calm the nerves. To calm his nerves. I'm thinking he'd probably been there all day. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that was his, like, regular hangout spot. So. That's classy. Super classy. <laughs> How about you? No, no, you got to tell us what happened after when he sent you that special picture and what he said. <laughs> it gets better. So then I I had had a drink and it was 5.30 and I was like, oh, what do I do now? So I called a couple girlfriends and was like, meet me downtown for a drink. I have this story and I've had a drink. So like, let's have some dinner or something. And uh, so my friend was like, oh my God, like, let me talk to him on your phone. Because he kept texting. And I was like, no. Uh, I don't need you to talk to him and encourage him, but she did a bit anyway. And he sent this, he sent basically sent a monster dick pic and she was like, Oh my God, you have to go sleep with him. And I was like, <laughs> it probably wouldn't um, even work. Cause he's so drunk. I know. I, know. I was like, <laughs> I don't care. I go, you have to be able to know how to use it. Size is not and everything. Then, <laughs> and then I blocked him, but because my phone is connected to my computer, my uh, texting is also computed connected to my computer the next morning I woke up and I had like 17 messages from him and one of them said I don't want to throw you away like toilet paper I want to cherish you like a mango tree no no he wants to raise you like a (laughs) mango tree baby raise raise me like a mango tree baby and I was just like okay that's actually kind of cute but still blocked him I thought a mango tree like hmm. He was Brazilian, so I guess he knew how to raise mango trees. Who knows? Oh, God. That's so bizarre. Okay, what story do I want to start with? Oh, a couple years ago, I was on, like, Tinder, Bumble, I think, and I made the mistake of, like, putting my Snapchat in my bio for a brief time or something. So this guy, we didn't match. He ends up adding me on Snapchat or, like, Instagram, something like that. And uh, luckily, he was hot. Otherwise, I would have thought that was extremely creepy. And Isn't that funny how <laughs> men can get away with being way more creepy when they're good looking? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, he's lucky. He's very lucky. Normally I'd be like, who the fuck are you? But anyway, so he's lucky that he was my type. So so I thought, actually. Um, he had like tattoos and like power lifted and stuff and had a beard. So I was like, okay. So we decided to meet for a drink. And then this guy's like 5'6", which is fine. Like short guys need love too, but I'm like 5'8". 
And at that point, I I think you're five nine or five ten because you're taller than me. Uh, I don't think I'm Maybe five. Not. Okay. I'm not five ten, but I don't know. If I'm taller. I'm taller than this guy. And I was like, oh, you know, whatever. Oh, fine, we'll just go through with it. We have one drink, and then we go back to my place. We hook up. Whatever. It was. It was kind of fun. And then so we decide to see each other again. So we go to like an Earl's for a couple drinks or something beforehand, and we were going to go to his place after. And so he tells me when we were at Earl's that uh, he likes to drink and drive. Which that's so attractive. I love I love when people drink and drive. Wow. And um, there was it was a long weekend, so there was cops everywhere. So then I was like, Jesus Christ, you're freaking me out. We didn't get drunk or anything, but he didn't have his advanced license. So if he got pulled over, he would have been in trouble. So, anyways, he tells me that he has a basement suite, a separate suite in his grandma's house, and I'm like, okay. And he says it's on the north side and. Edmonton North Side sometimes is not the nice part of town, but he's like, no, no, like it's nice. Don't worry, don't be scared. I'll protect you. I'm like, hmm, I'll protect you. Ugh, anyways, and then we get there, and this is not a separate basement suite. It's like literally a room in his grandma's house, and it was actually very nice. And I'm like, why did you say you had a separate suite? He's like, oh, did I? And I was like, what the hell? And he's like, don't worry, my grandma will make us breakfast in the morning. And I was like, bold of you to assume that I'll be staying till the morning. My God. Oh, and my then, God. Yeah. And then I think that night, too, this guy told me that he lost his wallet the last weekend because he was drinking. And then he told me how he was raw dogging some other girl. And then he proceeded to ask me for $500 because he lost his wallet. And he wanted to go away the next weekend to this wedding in Calgary, and he had no money. So he asked me, somebody that he's only met twice, for $500. And I said, hell no. And that, I should have left right then. And then what? Oh, he did something else crazy. Oh, yeah. So anyways, I, I slept with him again. Fine. And then I was like, this guy's nuts. I'm not talking to him anymore. And then the next weekend, or like two, two weeks passes, and he texts me at like 8.30 in the morning on a Saturday. And he texts me because... He ended up drinking and driving, getting pulled over, and getting a DUI, and he was too embarrassed to tell his grandma, so he thought to text me, who he's only met twice, for a hookup, to, to come pick him up from the cop shop because his, like, license got suspended and all that stuff. So, yeah, that was, that was funny. Real winner. <laughs> I know. And he, very, he, very bold of him. <laughs> I'm like, buddy, you don't have any other friends. I, I don't know why you're texting me. I thought he had like been up all night or something. I'm like, who's texting me at 830 on a Saturday? It's very strange. But yeah, I think I just blocked him. But yeah, so that was, uh, you know, a winner, that one. God bless him. I've had lots of um, very strange messages back and forth before I've met someone and really dodged a bullet. I was chatting quite for quite a while to a guy from Yorkton. Uh oh, and I was like, "Oh, it's pretty far." Like, and every like it, it was little bit by little bit. Like, he had a garden, and I had a garden, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool." And then he was like, "I'm an artist," and I was like, "Oh, great, I'm an artist." And then he sent me his art, and it was terrible. And I was <laughs> like, "Oh, okay, but okay, I can't be judgy. Let's not be judgy." But then he had four kids, and I was like, "Oh, that's so many kids." And then he kept saying he wanted to come and get a hotel and stay like whatever night and come this time. And I was, mm, I really didn't, wasn't feeling it. So I was going to ghost him. And then I thought, you know what? That's rude. I'm going to tell him I'm not interested. So I said, you know what? I'm, I think you have a lot of kids and you live far away and that's just not what I'm looking for. And he said, well, you're fat and I still talk to you. Uh, and, <laughs> and she's not even like, fat. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh. <laughs> like I was just like, wow. Uh, so I, so I said, 
Uh, that's interesting how people will show you their true colors when you tell them no. And he said, whatever, you fat pig. So I said, your art sucks. <laughs> I stooped to his level because I couldn't, like, I was like, oh, wow. Like, I, it's interesting that you came with that, that approach. And, you know, my, my response did not trigger anything nice from him. So I just figured I'd just tell him his art was terrible. Like, and the art was so terrible. It was basically, he's a photographer and he gets very young girls to put paint all over their bodies and he oh. photographs them naked Wow. And not just nude, but like full on bent over, like what? spread eagle with like the paint pouring between the lips of the vagina kind of art. Like I was like, um, yeah, uh, this guy might, might be a pervert. So Predator. Yeah. <laughs> we, oh, wow. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> I don't remember you telling me that part. Oh my I God. Saved, what the I f- saved it for the podcast. Jesus Christ. <laughs> These men are not okay. Oh, I should probably, I should big him up and share his like Instagram page and everyone could go look at it. <laughs> no, we don't, we, we, we don't want him to get shit on. Well, I actually, That's I, don't, true. I don't know. Who knows? I don't care. Maybe it's the guy I know from Yorkton that um, shits and bleeds on my bed. Ooh, what? Yeah. I There's, mean, this, this like isn't a, a guy from a client. Yes. And he does this to everybody. So this, this isn't a Tinder story, but I'll just tell you about the story about the guy. <laughs> Cause I from love Yorkton. to talk. I love to talk about guys who shit on my bed. And I, <laughs> it scares everybody away. I have guys coming to see me now and they're scared. They're going to shit on my bed. This one guy got up afterwards. He's like, shit, check. And then there was nothing. And then we high fived. <laughs> Anyways, this guy from Yorkton, Yorkton's a weird place. He was like very nice over text, sent me the whole donation ahead of time plus tip. So I didn't like ask for a reference or anything. And I think that's why he does that. So the other girls, like we don't talk to each other about him because he pulls this nonsense with everybody. So I was fooled. So I take this guy's money, whatever. I'm like, oh, that's very nice. He shows up, whatever. He's like super old, fine. We do our thing. And then I don't, we're like moving around on the bed or something or like sitting up and I see like blood on the bed. And I thought it was me. So I was like, oh, sorry. Like I didn't, that wasn't the plan. Oops, my bad. Shit happens sometimes. And he's like, oh no, that's my butt or that's my ass. And I was like, oh, like he didn't even say sorry, wasn't embarrassed, nothing. And then there was, as he moved, there was like more blood and shit. And I just didn't even know what to say. And I'm supposed to be the professional here. And we we didn't even touch his ass. So this man was just leaking blood and shit out of his ass just just because and then so he had a little like pre-game like with a big fat dildo or something like uh, i'm not sure you didn't talk about it no i well i just because he like wasn't even like embarrassed about it or anything i was just like okay like he just said that's my ass like matter of factly and i was just like (laughs) all right i guess i have nothing to say and then um i like he had a shower and so i noticed like after he left that he like got shit and blood all over the towel too and I was like, that's fucking gross. And then turns out he was my first client when I got to Yorkton. So then there, and I was only there one night, thank God. But so the first guy shits and bleeds on my bed. I'm like, that's disgusting because he's not the only person I'm seeing that day. So I had to like get a new shed, a set of sheets and stuff. Anyways, and then I posted about him on Twitter or something, like not his name, but just, you know, said someone shit and blood on my bed and then like two other girls knew exactly who he was oh no and i was like (laughs) oh man this guy like he has to like know that he's doing this like you can't that's so freaking gross and to just be like like, maybe he has colon cancer or something like maybe it's a medical 
condition and that's why he has to get hookers because his butt just leaks well i think he he does have a medical condition i'm pretty sure that's what it is but like still that you got to like you you just can't you got to be like okay um i have this condition where we're gonna have to put a towel down or like bring a towel a rubber sheet something because that's not cool to like fuck up my towels and my bedding i mean not that i'm reusing towels but then i gotta touch it it's gross Yes. You know, like if you're if you know your ass is gonna leak and this is a problem, bring your own fucking towel to put on my bed, goddammit. <laughs> it's just I I don't know. I I will never uh, I just can't endure that again. <laughs> yeah. It requires extra That's, more tips. More tips, yeah. I don't can't remember how much he tipped me, but it's not enough for me to want to see him again. Sorry if he's listening. Well, I'm not that sorry because he's kind of a jerk. So <laughs> Oh, there was a time I didn't meet this person either, but um it's funny because I have um, quite a few, I have three friends my age who are also all on Tinder. So often when we meet someone and we're going to go meet them, we send them the picture and we're like, are you talking to this guy? <laughs> like, what's what's your story? Do you get a weird vibe or whatever? Um, and some people are like, oh, no, I actually already met him and he's crazy. Don't meet him. Mm. Um, so this guy comes from Vancouver and he's gorgeous. Like, I looked at his pictures. I was like, he can't be real. This has to be a catfish. Like, mixed race, big brown eyes, like, really put together, wearing suits and stuff. Saying, just moved from Vancouver. So I started talk- talking to him. And he his, his child had eye cancer. So he said he moved to Saskatoon to be close to him and his ex-partner while he went through chemotherapy and stuff. This did not check out with my friend because his child and his wife... I guess it kind of did, are in Calgary, and Saskatoon is not Calgary, but I guess it's closer than Vancouver, so not a complete lie. Um, But unfortunately, I gave him my number way too early, did not know the extent of his craziness, and he just started messaging me like all this, like he was like, oh my God, I just pulled over and this happened, and this guy's having a heart attack on the side of the highway, like what do I do? And I was just like, I don't. I mean, call 911. I don't know. Why are you messaging me? So I don't know what happened there. I kind of was just like, don't talk to me about that. I'm not a medical professional. Deal with it yourself. But then I went to bed one night and I woke up and there was probably 25 videos of him jerking off on my phone. And (laughs) I was just like, wow. Like I, I don't, and I, they weren't like from that night because there was different stages of pubic hair. So some were like clean shaven and some were longer. So he just like had a collection. What a gift. And he just started like sending them to me of like all these jack off videos. And of course I watched them all because you know me. And of course I'm like, oh great, free cinema. Was it even a good dick? It was, no, it was okay. But I mean, Uh. it was, it was just, and then so I talked, I went on a walk, dog walk with my friend who had matched with the same guy. And she told me like, she talked to him for much longer than I did. He didn't go crazy quite as quickly (laughs) with her. So she was still like, Oh, this hot guy wants to go out on a date. Right. And she's like, well, like looking past all the red flags, just because he was very attractive. Like he had a very beautiful, and actually we don't even know if that was really him because neither of us met him in Mm -hmm. real life. So he could have totally just been catfishing pictures. Although the skin tone of the wanking did match the skin tone of the face. So, you know, you caught people are crazy too. Mm-hmm. Who knows? It's true. It was just one of those things where you're like, okay, that's great. Like, did he think you were going to see those videos and be like, mm, I'm going to hop right on that? I don't know what men think when they do that. Um, Leave a comment, men, if you can tell us what you're thinking when you're doing that. 
<laughs> oh Jesus Christ! I think it must, they just get off on the fact that you, they know you're going to see it. I guess like it's a, a thing for them, maybe. I just can't imagine anybody that I know responding well to something like that. Like, I don't know. But it's just, must, it's just a lot. I mean, there must be some people because there must be some people who are like, like you know, like when you go on the Tinder and it says polyamorous in, in an open marriage. And I just swipe because I'm like, no, I'd never do that. I don't want to be a side bitch. I want to be the main bitch. But I just wonder, like, also, are they really in an open marriage or is this just a way of an excuse? But I just I, I just wonder who's responding. They must get some people. Otherwise, why would they be on there? Right? Well, I don't know. I don't know. I think that, too, is like there's got to be there's some someone for everyone. <laughs> but I think the same thing. And I saw I was reading this article or something. or I, I don't know. I saw on Reddit. It's like estimated that 20 or 25 percent of people on dating apps are like in relationships already. And people are, you know either looking to see what's out there or actively cheating so yeah and I'm like I'm happy that they report right away that they're in a relationship and my friend who was looking for no attachments did date a guy who was married um it just it came to a point where he wanted her to be in the bedroom with the wife and she was like well I'm not bisexual I'm I thought you were just in an open marriage and you were like having sex with other people I don't want to have sex with your wife. And then it became an issue. And she was like, well, maybe mm. you should write that in the bio too. Like looking, <laughs> looking for someone to also have sex with my wife. Oh, it seems like, you know. Yeah. I, mm, it's better just to be straightforward about those things, I think. Well, I'm currently just matched and got a message from a poly, no, sorry, a non-binary bisexual. Mm. Um, so they um, appear have a penis I would assume because they have a beard mm-hmm. uh, and they describe themselves as a Riesling slut sex <laughs> blogger um, and a bunch of other things and I was like I kind of just want to be this person's friend yeah I think that would be an interesting thing to do that sounds right I up mean, your alley right <laughs> so like that's more my thing where I'm just like I'm just a huge slut and I'll sleep with anyone of any gender and I'm like oh Maybe that's, I should write that on my bio. Maybe I get, I should post on the female side as well. However, because I am bisexual, but my sister-in-law is a lesbian and it it is even a smaller pool of like every lesbian in Saskatoon has slept with every other lesbian in Saskatoon Mm -hmm. or they're married to that lesbian. Like that's just Mm kind of how it works. I was like, I don't need to sleep with a bunch of people who are related like my niece's mom, you know, like it's, uh, it gets a little too incestuous. When you go to Vancouver, you can get on the the women's side of Tinder. Yes. Yeah. And then you'll have so many options. Yes. Mm -hmm. Or Ottawa here is like the lesbian capital of Canada. Oh, I like that. My, Mm -hmm. my friend told me that Canmore has a lot of lesbian couples too. Apparently nice. the gay scene I is huge that, out there. I think they're really big swingers in Canmore as well. Ah, see what a great place. <laughs> I love it there. Canmore. I love Canmore. Bruce, if Bruce, you're listening, you we're, actually, we're coming for a visit. <laughs> it's funny because my friend I, I went, I go on dog walk, dog walks with is from Canmore and yeah, she's not as into the dating scene there, but we'll see. I mean, it's super small. You think the pool's small in Saskatoon, you go to Canmore and, <laughs> and if you grew up there, you probably know everyone. Yeah, I don't know. There's been like a lot of 
expansion in recent years. So a lot of new people mm-hmm. coming to town, but maybe I'll tell, oh, I'll tell the story about, um, <laughs> I don't know which one, <laughs> the teacher, <laughs> uh, the one that wanted me to suck his dick and told me hundred, hundreds of girls have sucked his dick. Did I tell you that story? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this guy, <clears throat> We matched, and then he was, like, we sent, like, two messages on Hinge or something. He's, like, want to come over. And I was, like, sure. Except I I thought he meant, like, another time, right? So he, like, sends me his address after, like, literally two messages. And I was, like, that's very strange. Huh. Interesting. Um, And then I'm, like, "Uh, how about, like, tomorrow or something because I'm in bed. And he's, like, okay. So, and then this guy, he's, like, can we, like, talk on the phone first? And I was like, do you need a reference or something before I come over? Like, are you okay? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't, I've never talked to anybody on the phone before I hang out with them. I I don't know. It's strange to me. So this guy calls me and I'm like, okay, nice enough. Fine. He might be a little crazy, but harmless. He looked harmless in his pictures. And I have a good radar for these things, just being a prostitute for so many years. So I, you know, whatever, fine. So the next day rolls around. And I go over at like eight o'clock at night or something. So he sends me his address again. And so I go there and he sends me the wrong address. He like told me on the phone that he lived in a condo, but he sent me to a house. And so I call him. I'm like, hey, do you know where you live? (laughs) Where are you? And he's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, you sent me to a house. Do you know your address? Like I see condos over here, but that's not the number that you gave me. He's like, oh yeah, yeah. Just go in there, go in there. And then he was like watching me out his window He's like, yeah, keep driving, keep driving. Okay, yeah, park right there. And he's like, okay, yeah, I see you. Now get out of your car and then go to the front door and then go left. Yeah, I see you. Keep going, keep going. So he lets me in the side door and we get get inside. And uh, there's like, like it was a mess. It was a mess in his apartment and I'm very anal. I so hate that. I, yeah, I'm like, like you knew, it's been a whole day. It's not yeah. like you just came over. Clean up oh, your yeah. socks. I think he was hungover. So, cause there was like a bunch of booze on the counter. Like, yeah, it was very messy. And like, that's just like the, the number one thing that gets me. If, and this is why I don't go to people's houses usually. I get them to come to me because I've had worse in my apartment, you know? Okay. I, I'm a hooker. So it's fine. But so I, I gave this guy the benefit of the doubt, went to his place first. I was already like, okay, gross but whatever. It's fine. I'm already there. And so I sit down on the couch and he's like, um, I just need to clean the bathroom real quick because someone puked in there last night. And I'm like, that's great. I, you know, I love a man that cleans. So I'm just waiting, waiting on the couch and he's got the Oilers game on and I don't know anything about sports. Oh, then he tells me why he's like a little bit weird and wanted to call me before, uh, meeting me or before he invited me over. And it's because he met this girl like months, months ago, like in the fall time, And he invited her over as well. And he said he could tell like right away that she had some mental health issues and like things just like weren't right upstairs. So he's like told her to leave. And this guy like is nice. And like I can tell that he was being genuine. Like I don't think he would be an asshole about that. So I I can imagine he asked her respectfully to leave. She leaves and then files a, a police report saying that he raped her. And so this was untrue. And this guy is a teacher. So, and he just started. So like basically he could lose everything and he ended up having to like go, go through and like the police system and um, what's it called? Like, the, the well, they probably and, did a rape kit and they, there was probably nothing. No, prove, I don't think, right? I don't think they did a rape kit because they ended up interrogating him for like six hours 
And like this guy didn't. Because well, you can do a rape kit and not have any sperm because guys can use condoms. But so I, I get they would still interrogate mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Like they, I, he didn't mention anything about a rape kit, but, um, cause I think you have to like victim or, you know, has to want, want to get a rape kit and go to the hospital. I think this person just like filed a police report. So it's like two separate things. I don't know. Um, yeah. So the police like interrogate him for six hours. This was like ongoing for months and months. And eventually like he was off the hook cause he didn't do anything. And this other girl got charged with like mischief and filing a false police report and stuff. And she like during this time she was like texting him and harassing him and stuff. And yeah, it was just horrible. Like I, I don't know, you hear stuff like that happening. Like, I don't know. I'm like, but you don't know anybody that actually happens to, you know what I mean? Like how horrible. You get really pissed off at those women because that's the one person that mm-hmm. everyone's like, Oh, but what if they're lying? And you're like, Oh, what yeah. about the hundreds of women who aren't? Yeah. And like, I took a class on feminism and sexual assault in university and the people who act like file false police reports about this kind of stuff. Like it's, it happens, but it doesn't happen that often, but yeah, it just sucks for the people who, are serious and yeah it's just ugh, it's horrible it makes me so mad and like this poor guy like could have lost everything he had to tell the principal where he was working about it and, like he wasn't charged with anything yet so he it didn't affect anything but like ugh, it's just really sad so anyways he tells me this story and i'm like okay like i get it <laughs> that's a little fucked up um and then we're like sitting on the couch and he's like giving me the weirdest look I've ever seen in my life. And I've already s- decided that I don't like this guy. And I told him beforehand that I wasn't going to hook up with him that day. Like I told him before we even met. And so he's like giving me this weird look. I've never seen a guy look at me like this. It was just so strange. And I'm like, stop it. You're making me uncomfortable. He's like, well, I know you don't want to hook up, but maybe we could go to like third base. And I'm like, uh, what's third base? I'm not 15. You'll have to refresh my memory. <laughs> He's like, oh, you know, like a blow job. And I'm like, you think I'm going to drive to your place and suck your dick? And he's like, well, yeah. I'm like, well, do other girls do that? And he's like, yeah. Or at first he asked me what my body count was, how many people I've slept with. And he said, he says, he's like, well, do blowjobs count? Because I've had like hundreds then. So this guy tells me he's had hundreds of girls suck his dick. Then he wants me to suck his dick. And I'm thinking, man, he doesn't even know I'm a hooker. I don't give out charity. This isn't make a wish. Uh, like, <laughs> what the hell is wrong with these people? And I'm like, buddy, I'm not going to suck your dick. Well, that's the, for what? That's if I'm going to suck someone's dick, you best believe I'm going to hop on it after. Like, what's the point? It's the same thing. It's foreplay. Like that's I that all I I would never like hand out a blowjob for free. I want something no, in return. Exactly. <laughs> no, unless they're paying me. God damn it. These these men are not okay. Uh mm-hmm. and then he um yeah, I was just so basically that kind of killed the mood because I was like, yeah, no. And I wasn't into him, like I wasn't attracted to him. He's a little bit too young for me anyway. So I'm like, you know, I'm just gonna leave. He's like, why did I do something wrong? And I was like, well, I'm just not really feeling it. You know, I think you can just enjoy the Oilers game by yourself because, you know, he was yelling at the TV the whole time. So I can imagine he just wanted me to suck his dick and watch the game. That's a romantic evening. Living so the I, dream. I know. This is like, oh, Jesus Christ. And then when I was leaving, like, he's like, please don't file a police report. And I was like, oh, my God, I would never do that. Like, Jesus Christ, this poor guy. And then he's texting me he's like make sure you get home safe because it was like minus 35 that night or something he's like if your car breaks down let me know and I was like thanks nice meeting you bye 
and then, yeah, I think I blocked his number or something, but yeah, so that was, yeah, romantic. So, and then I've had other guys think that I'm just going to go to their place and suck their dick. And I don't know why guys think I'm going to do that. Like if maybe if I'm going to hand out a free blowjob, if I really like somebody, but they have to come to me, I'm not driving somewhere to suck somebody's dick. Are you kidding me? <sighs> okay. I know you, I know you got an, at least one more story for me, Heather. Which one? I don't know. The best, the best ones. <laughs> I have a friend who matched with a guy who's a pilot, um, who they were just, they were just hooking up. There was no like relationship conversation. He's from Saskatoon. And then it turns out they live like a block from each other. It's kind of ridiculous. Anyway. So he keeps saying like, you're coming over and she'd be like, yeah, I'm coming over. And he's like, well, actually I'm not at home. I'm at my brother's. She's like, Oh, weird because you just invited me over. But I think he was, I think some guys are like, Invite people over expecting them to say no. And then when they say yes, they don't, yeah. they're not ready. Like he was it's like, like the hand job guy. Right. Yeah. So he find they finally, after about a week of back and forth, had a night where they could both be together and she goes over to his house and he's kind of limping around, but she's like, not going to ask about it. Cause she doesn't care. <laughs> 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 and they finally are about to get into bed and he goes i told you i had a prosthetic leg right <laughs> uh, no he's like i thought i did she's like no it must have been one of the other women you were talking to because i think i would have remembered i have a prosthetic <laughs> leg but you know she's she was already half naked so she's like we'll go and she said like he kept it under the bed she didn't really get a good look at it or anything she felt <laughs> that it was missing but she like <laughs> Yeah. I was like, what was it like? She's like, I don't know. But she's like, I thought, you know what? Good for you. Like, I might have probably said, I probably would have said no if I had found out that he was an amputee. You know, it's one of those yeah. things where. Why? I, I won't fuck. I'd fuck a guy with one leg. Why not? Just, you know, see how it goes. Well, maybe he gets people who do change their mind quite quickly. So, you know, he wanted to show his other assets before being told no. So was it good then? Uh, she said it was all right. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, I think she was a little thrown off at the like surprise. I don't have a leg. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's Saskatoon, right? If you you're scaring people off, the pool's not very big. <laughs> you gotta take what you can get. <laughs> I fucked a guy with no arm once, but that's you know that's all right. you probably saw he didn't have an arm before you were like half naked about to get into bed with him. Well, he was a client, so. I'm who, who am I to judge? <laughs> Someone's paying me. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> no arms, one arm. I'll, I, I'll take I it all. I've had sex with a guy with no leg before. Hi, Colin. If you're listening, he's my best. <laughs> he's one of my best friends. Actually. He might actually listen to this. Uh, and it was back when we were teenagers. Uh, we met at a party and I asked him what happened to his leg. And he said, shark attack. And I was oh. like, Oh shit, he doesn't have a leg. <laughs> like, you know, and you're like, oh, like, did you stub your toe or, you know, twist your ankle? And then you realize that's like a prosthetic. But they, they joke about it and they're like, shark attack. And you're like, okay. Yeah. That's actually quite funny. Uh, and See? We've been friends for 30 years. So that's, that's pretty good. Or 25 years. So was it actually a shark attack? attack? No, or he had happened? cancer when he was 15. Aww. And it was amputated to save his life. But I think oh shark God. attack is a funnier party answer. You know? Oh, yeah, of course. That's what I would say, too. Right? So Cancer's a bummer. Imagine if it actually was a shark attack. I think that would get more <laughs> girls somehow. <laughs> hey, whatever. He doesn't he have went, to tell he them. He went on to be like a Paralympic swimmer. 
Oh, um, that's cool. Yeah, he went to Seoul and Barcelona as a Paralympian. And uh, wow. yeah, he was he didn't let it get him down. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I bet I bet you if he's a you know an Olympian, Paralympian, he doesn't have trouble getting girls. Well, like he didn't have trouble getting girls. Now he's like a forty-five year old amputee who drinks a lot. So I mean he's kind yeah. of in the same boat as most people our age. We've kind of yeah. gone past of our past our glory years and into the <laughs> hmm, you'll do years. Yeah, yeah. Well at least you know that's what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> that's why people get married because they're like, they're like, Oh shit, my beauty's going to run out one day. I better find someone who likes me for my person. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I tell people all the time, my good looks are going to fade one day. That's why I'm still a hooker. And then once they fade bye, you'll never see me again. <laughs> but I, I have to say, I don't think your looks are going to fade very soon. Also, there is a pot for every lid or vice versa. And That's true. There's so many. I recently started getting weird looks from my like grade nine boys, and I was like, "Why are they looking <laughs> at me like that?" And I was talking to one of the gym teachers, and he said, "Oh, milf porn isn't really in right now." It's true. It's true. My hooker mom, Shannon Sweet, is the busiest hooker I know, and yeah, she's like young men, uh, not not a day old or older than thirty five, of course, but of course, <laughs> but yeah, I know. I just don't know if I can handle hooking f- until I'm. In my 40s, I think. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. You are very young and we have a long time. It's you. true. It's true. I'm glad I got in young, you know, maximize the profits. But you can have a break and like mm-hmm. come back to it later if, you know, you need the money. It's true. It's true. <laughs> I know sucking dick will always be there for me. It's true. It's, you know, who needs a degree when I've sucked dick for six years already? I know that I can always fall back on this. <laughs> yeah. You have, a, you have a life skill. That is that is a skill. Yeah. It's no, I know it's true. It's true. You know, sucking dick all over Canada. I, mm-hmm. <laughs> I love taking men's money. <laughs> yeah. Taking money for what women will do for free. Exactly. Apparently, Apparently hundreds of times. Oh, and this guy wasn't even that cute. <laughs> like, Amazing. I don't get it. Amazing. I just don't get it. Oh, I was talking to a guy the other day and I thought he must be from somewhere else because his English was really broken. And we chatted for like almost a whole day because I was like, so were you born in Canada? And he was like, yeah, I was born in BC. But like oh. very like his English was, I was like, this is a catfish. Because you know how sometimes like there's a white person on the picture, but they talk like mm-hmm. they're not. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> so I was like pretty sure he was a catfish because his English was so broken. And then I said, finally, I, I think I said, I'm having a hard time understanding you because you're not typing all the words. And he said, oh, that's because I'm deaf. And I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And I said, like, deaf from birth. And he said, yeah. So he he couldn't. He, I, so then I, like, but, I was like, okay, I don't want to, like, judge. So I asked if he could. But how does it. that make sense, though? Be- because deaf people should be able to type and read. No, they don't. He could. And I know I, I dated another deaf guy when I was in high school and, and it's signing like, so they know sign language and sign language doesn't use like at and then and when and stuff. So they know all the main words so they can, they can hold a conversation. They just miss like the, the connectors, the, but how do you like read books and stuff? Like you, like you would have to know, like, I don't know. It's just, that seems strange. Do you think he was telling the truth? I'm pretty sure he was telling the truth. Like he was told me a lot about his life and his like four children who 
were grown now and like living elsewhere. And he was like 52, um, living in Warman or whatever. And just like was telling this whole story of like his life. And I didn't think he was a catfish at all. Cause when catfish people, I've had conversations with them. They avoid detail. They don't mm-hmm. even know what area of the city they live in. Cause they're mm-hmm. messaging you from like Nigeria. India. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is he your Nigerian India. prince? <laughs> yes, exactly. But eventually I was just like, uh, yeah, unmatch. I just, I, I mm-hmm. like conversations a lot. And as much as I don't want to like discriminate, I just didn't feel like that was my, you know, my match. I don't want to seem like really shallow or anything, but conversation no. is like important. And I asked him if he, I asked him if he read lips and he said not very well, but sign language isn't that hard to learn. And I was like, I know oh. that it is because my friend's daughter is deaf and I've watched her struggle and that's her daughter. And she's mm-hmm. had her daughter for 10 years and she doesn't speak fully sign language like her daughter does so I was like I think it is sorry you're already having trouble like communicating via text right so you're not going to be able to text very well and then you he can't read lips so like you know yeah the other guy I dated that was deaf he used to have to call like a special thing where the woman would talk and she would type into the whatever phone he had this is like pre-cell phone days where you actually have to talk Mm -hmm. on a landline Mm-hmm. And he was super cute. He was like a skateboarder and everything. And we dated for a few months, but th- the person who called would say, talk to me like you're talking to him. Cause I'd say, tell him this. She's like, no, I'm just transcribing. So like talk to him like uh-huh. you're talking. So I'd have to say like, want to go out Saturday night. And then a woman's voice would respond to me. And I always felt it was like really weird that like someone was <laughs> in the middle of our intimate conversations. Oh, but that's kind of fun. That's kind of cool. It Aww. was pretty cool. It was, he was a cool guy. <laughs> But, you know, teenage romance doesn't last long. No, no, it never does. Hmm. Why don't we end on, like, the fact that we've both recently met people that we like? Oh, imagine that. Okay, so, yeah, I um, had decided that I was going to give up, and I just, I said, fuck it. This I already got banned from Tinder after, like, a week of having it. Hinge was, meh, I don't know, I ran out of all the good people. And then Bumble, eh, I don't know, I was just over it. And then I had this matched with this guy on hinge and we were talking a little bit and he asked for, for my number or whatever. And I was like, I, I'm like, okay, hey, I'll meet this guy. And then that's it. I'm not meeting anyone else. I'm exhausted. I need a break. If this doesn't work out, well, fuck it. Like I don't care anymore. So I just surrendered, g- gave up. And then he actually stood me up the first night we were supposed <gasps> to meet. You didn't tell me that. I know. I, I don't want to talk about it on here, but okay, I'll t- okay, tell okay. you after. Was it accident? <laughs> No, well, kind oh. of. I he redeemed himself, hung out a couple times, and he seems nice and normal. So there you go. That's my my happy ending. But you know, I have no expectations. Keep the expectations low and the standards high. That's why, so I don't get disappointed. <laughs> I had the same sort of thing, um, and I hope that we're not both just like grasping at straws because we've given up. But yeah. I was like, I'm gonna delete all my matches and just leave it and like swipe a couple a day and like see what happens and just like really tone it down. Cause like sometimes it's just overwhelming and you're talking mm-hmm. to like 10 people and you, it just gets annoying. All the men listening so, are going to be very defeated hearing that you have 10 matches or te- you're talking <clears throat> to 10 people. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry guys. Uh, we, we just get our matches. So I saw this, I swiped this one guy and I saw his eyes and I was like, I looked into them and I was like, that looks like a really nice, kind person. And I just commented on his 
profile and he got back to me and I was like, that's, I, I've never had a woman be the first person to message me before. And I was like, Oh, it's great. And then like literally within 10 minutes, he's like, let's go for drinks. Uh, so we went for like a couple pints at Winston's downtown and we got along like a house on fire, Aww. which was great. So, and we're still messaging and stuff. We like, he has a lot of kids as well. So oh, it's yeah, one of those yeah, things. Yeah. It's my age of group. group. Like he, it's, <laughs> I was sticking only to men who were like unmat, unmarried with no kids. Ooh, that's even but I think smaller. They're, but they think they're really like not committed to any kind of future at all. Like I think they're just like, forever players kind of people mm, mm-hmm. or you know there's kind of a reason why they've never settled down they don't want to and it's not that I'm looking to get married or anything but I do want to have a relationship and a connection with someone mm-hmm. so but the cute funny thing that happened on my way out of that is I always I always match with this one guy who I always forget and I don't read to the bottom of his profile and he's really cute and he has this like curly beard and everything but at the bottom he's like in an open marriage and I'm like oh yes and so after mm-hmm. we've matched I delete him but then again he's on there and I'm like oh yeah this guy why didn't we talk and I'll swipe him and we'll match and <laughs> I look down I'm like oh yeah it's the married guy and so he was at Winston's and as I was walking out I looked over and he gave me a little wink gave me the thumbs up and I was like oh cool like married guys <laughs> cheering me on on my date like oh how, I love that fucking small town do I live in that's awesome yeah. that's so funny <laughs> was he with his wife <laughs> no he was with some guy oh just having drinks with his buddies so no it was not with it <laughs> well that's good you see your guys approved see there is a a happy ending almost we're, we're seeing what's happening okay no no pressure here we can let we're leaving it on a happy ending because we all know that all those princess movies those women get tired of those men's shit and it's that's true. not gonna end like you can't end a happy ending it's then they got married that's not how things end that is just a beginning mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. exactly Exactly. Well, thank you so much, Heather, for being on the podcast. I appreciate it. I hope everyone thank enjoyed. You for me. Yes, this was fun. And I'm not going to plug also, you. Hmm? Yeah, I'm excited to listen to it, but I'm also scared of what my voice sounds like. Oh, I hate it too. I hate it so much. I'm like cringe when I edit the podcast back. I'm like, my voice. I hate it. Thank you for listening to another episode of No Life Skills. Follow Ashlyn on social media at No Life Skill or at Adore Ashlyn. Be sure to like, comment, and hit that subscribe button. We'll see you on the next show.